Hey, Natalie. Devin. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I am excited for another episode of Talent Experience Live. I've literally been on cloud nine since last week. I think it was an overwhelming success, and I'm excited for uh, for this next week's episode. Um, as always, we are broadcasting to you live from our respective homes in, I think, Southeast Philadelphia or Southeast Pennsylvania, if that sounds correctly. Um, we're, uh, we're coming to you on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and soon to be LinkedIn. I know that that is coming soon. Um, and we're excited to talk all things HR, whether it be talent management, talent acquisition, and everything in between. So, Natalie... What what's the topic for today? I'm on the edge of my seat. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, besides the fact that we're both wearing brand new t-shirts, which obviously we coordinated, mm-hmm. um, we want to talk about SMS today and kind of what's happening in HR with SMS. You know, obviously the the world of technology and, and our world as we know it is changing. And um, you and I were actually doing a webinar with Kessa a couple weeks ago where we were talking about Gen Z and, you know, how to communicate with them and the fact that their phones are their computers, right? So how does SMS tie into all of that? And um, what kind of stories can we share around SMS in the industry that we've seen um, throughout the process as well? Yeah, I think SMS is, it's a whole new world, right? I mean, it's been around for a decade plus now, right? Um, But when it first, you know, kind of came onto the scene, it was, uh, you know, viewed as something where you just talk to your friends, loved ones, and and chat that way for quick and easy communication. Um, And it's evolved now, right? I think if we get a phone call from a family member or a loved one or, um, you know, a friend, we're typically concerned. We're like, what's going on here? What's the emergency? <laughs> exactly. Um, and then the rest of the time we get phone calls from numbers that we don't recognize. I automatically assume it's a telemarketer, right? It's mm-hmm. it's going straight to voicemail. And I've gotten numerous notifications that my voicemail is full. Um, so SMS has, has turned into kind of, I think, the, the first form of communication. And of course, if anyone has any comments um, around SMS, any anything that they want to chime in with, this is live. So feel free to, to drop it in the comments section. We love the interaction. That's one of the benefits of live. Um, you're, of course, joining us on the, the Town Experience live show. I don't know if I could say live anymore, um, but it's, it's funny. I, I mean, as a former recruiter, I was always super hesitant to text a, um, a candidate, right? I felt like there was some sort of line that I could potentially cross. Um, and at the time, I didn't have any technology to do it. So I was just texting from my cell phone. And I've got a couple funny stories around that. But um, I, I think the idea of instituting SMS is something that needs to be a part of every recruitment strategy now, right? Especially during COVID time. Last week, we talked about virtual events and everything along those lines and how people are constantly on the go and constantly moving, um, even if they are locked into their house, right? Their, their phone is typically always on them. Um, so Natalie, I know you have a lot of you know knowledge when it comes to this because you interact with our customers so frequently. Um, first question that I have is, 
what are the, the limitations of SMS? Like, how should you start off that conversation? What are you hearing? Because obviously you're limited to a character count, right? It's not like an email where you can put a full job description in there and you don't want to come off uh, inappropriate by just sending a hey text, right? How, how does that kind of work? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think it is an adjustment a little bit, um, but not as much as you would think. And I think it's because we all use texting in our day-to-day life, right? It's it's how most, the majority of us are used to communicating. So while there's a character limit, um, that's a good thing because have you ever received a text message that just goes on and on and on and on and on? It's like, OMG, I my boyfriend did this and blah, 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 now he's, mad, you know, and it's the same, it's the same thing when you're talking to candidates, you don't want to, I came across your profile and I think you would be an excellent fit for the position. You can't put the whole job description in there. And that's not even best practices when we're talking about emails, right? Emails should be short and sweet. Um, and even in emails, we talk about making it image heavy um, because you want to reduce the amount of text. So you take that general principle and you apply that right to SMS you know, hi, my name is X. I'm recruit for X company, saw your profile, thought you'd be a great fit. Would you be willing to learn more? Um, And that's really all you have to do. Um, In terms of limitations with SMS and, uh, you know, what what kind of you you have and don't have the capability to do, I think, you know, it, it just depends on your perception almost, you know, and again, it's, it's the expectation, is this going to be like an email um, or the expectation is uh, people can uh, subscribe and unsubscribe. You do have to think about that from the perspective of SMS uh, campaigns. So that's a little bit more strict than email campaigns, email campaigns, as long as somebody's registered, you can shoot them out to, to whoever you want. Um, but with SMS, you do have to make sure that you're getting explicit permission from users, uh, to receive those messages, but one-to-one text messages, you know, as long as you have their cell phone number, you're, you're free to text them, which is also really good. That's awesome. Now you mentioned we were on a webinar and we talked about Gen Z being very open to receiving text messages. Now I can assume that not every generation is going to be okay with that, right? Um, so before you you text someone, what is the the best way to to pose that question and to to bring up the idea of, hey, is it all right if I I send you a text in the middle of the day? Is is that how how do you go about doing that? Is that something you should send in an email so you get written consent? Um, is it a conversation that can be had over the phone? Um, how does that, how does that work? Yeah. So for when we're talking about one-to-one text messages, um, I think those people who are a little resistant to technology, um, they're more comfortable picking up the phone and calling candidates anyway. Um, Mm -hmm. that's typically what they're going to default to. So in a conversation, just saying, Hey, I'd love to update you throughout this process is texting the easiest way to get in touch with you. Or would you prefer email? Easy enough. Or would you prefer a phone call? Um, And what's nice about um, our functionality is that we give you like these little toggles where even if it's one-to-one messaging, you can just turn it off. And then that way you don't accidentally text them. Um, And then they say, hey, you know, I I already let you know that I don't want to be contacted this way. Um, And same thing. So with campaigns, then I would say you would want something written. So an email might be, you know, hey, you know, if you... uh, 
maybe we didn't consider you for this opportunity and unfortunately it didn't work out, but we still want to keep in touch with you. Could we send you SMS campaigns? And then they reply, yes, you can change their opt-in. Um, and then that way you're staying in touch with them. So it depends on the, the, the situation, but yeah. Okay. All right. And for those of you just joining us, this is Talent Experience Live, uh, a phenom broadcast coming to you every Thursday at noon. Um, and today we're talking all about SMS. Um, and SMS is important during this time of COVID, I think. Uh, and the reason for that being is uh, we've talked about it, I think, at nausea, right? That a lot of companies are in different situations. Some may be hiring very rapidly. Um, some may be, you know, on a hiring freeze and some people may have, you know, a kind of done the, the awful thing of, of furloughing or letting employees go. Um, but as we reopen the country and as things start to change, getting into contact with your candidates who have already expressed interest as fast as possible, SMS may be the best opportunity to do that. It may be a great touch point for you to reach out and say, hey, when this job reopens, is it okay if I text you and see if you're still on the market so that you have a pool of candidates that you know is ready to go for interviews or or what have you. Um, so that was just kind of a, a side thought that, that popped into my mind. Um, and the way that we're talking about SMS right now is, you know, through a CRM, through some sort of technology. And I know I have some personal horror stories around texting from my phone as it may be. But Natalie, before I jump into those, have you heard anything that's that's kind of off the wall around using SMS that isn't in a technology database? Yeah, um, <laughs> I have. I think some of the so customers, you know, and just talking to them about how excited they are about the technology and being able to uh, have a different phone number, like our solution assigns a number to you, which is amazing. Um, but you know. I think every recruiter has the the small instances of the like stalker type candidates who maybe get disgruntled, they don't hear back. And if you've texted them, they have your number now and they can reach out to you. And, you know, a couple of, of um, examples of that have been shared with me. Um, and then also I think it's just weird, right? Yeah. Like, it's um i think especially in a professional setting text messages can feel more informal um and you know you have a list of you know for me it's my husband it's my in-laws it's my mom and dad it's my friends and you know go pick up milk to my husband if if i sent that accidentally to a candidate it would be like what so it's just that that separation of personal and business you know, there are a lot of ways throughout, um, you know, the new normal that we're experiencing that technology is integrating us seamlessly. But that's one of those things that it, it's kind of nice to have that separation. Yeah. And, and to your point, your cell phone number pretty much stays with you for till the end of time. Right. At this point, it, it's not something that, that regularly you change. I mean, I switched carriers a couple of weeks ago and kept my phone number because I didn't feel like sending that awkward. Hey, this is Devin changed my number text to everyone. Um, so that means that in a past life, whatever my previous job was, if I used that cell phone number, candidates can reach out to me. They have no idea that I left the company. Right. And that that causes some issues, especially if someone was to leave not on the, the best of terms. The other aspect, and, and this is my personal story, is 
I had, you know, texted a candidate for an interview um, and we used to FaceTime candidates. Um, so one Saturday, I'm just out having a good time with my friends. And all of a sudden I get a, a FaceTime from a, a random candidate out of the blue. And that's never a situation that you want to be in. Um, so having that personal number that doesn't stay with you till the end of time, um, that's connected to your CRM helps in a number of ways. It reduces those accidental texts that you get and those accidental FaceTimes that, that I have gotten as well. Um, but it's also a, a great thing for, for compliance, right? Um, what are some of the examples of how SMS through a CRM can help you stay in compliance? Yeah, well, that's a really good question. And I think the first and foremost is, again, the ability to opt candidates in and out, right? And and keep a record of, of that. So if you're on the phone with them and they say, hey, you know, I know I signed up for SMS messages, they can reply stop at any time. Um, but if you're on the phone with them, you can toggle it off, um, which I think is really nice. But the other thing is that it keeps a record. Um, so it all lives on the candidate profile in the CRM to say, you know, here, you know, Natalie McKnight texted, sent an SMS message to X candidates, and here's what was said. And it just keeps all of that together so that, you know, if a candidate comes back and, you know, unfortunately says one thing, but we can look up that record and see that another thing actually had happened. Um, so it just kind of keeps everything tightened up. And so that if you're using a personal phone, that doesn't, carry over into a record of anything. Um, so it's it, it's really, really helpful to have everything living in one place to be able to reference all of that. It, it, it truly uh, is spectacular, right? I mean, um, it, there can be any number of instances where a, a terrible situation arises and you need the record of what happened. You don't need screenshots from somebody's phone. You don't need anything like that. It's nice to just have a living record, mm -hmm. which you can reference. Now, those are some horror stories and we don't want to scare the people away from SMS. We've already discussed it's, it's vital in today's day and age um, as a, a way to get in touch with candidates. What are some success stories that you've heard from, from some clients to, to get the people excited about using yes. SMS for candidates? Well, so first and foremost, if, if anybody on the um, who's watching now has not looked at Mercy Health's case study, um, they were my customer for a little bit. Hi, Kayla. Um, and, you know, to quote them, it's been a game changer for them. Um, and for a lot of customers that I talk to that really start to integrate SMS into their candidate communication, they say it's amazing how much more quickly they get a response um, so if they're following up, uh, from a phone call or something like that, people, people want to get that little red notification bubble off their phone, right? They don't, they don't want to have an open text message. Um, so that response rate, um, you know, being able to really quickly source all the way through to hire, that's really, really huge. Um, and candidates or excuse me, recruiters are more easily able to do that through text messaging because that response rate is minimized so much. Um, also with events, um, the ability to register for an event via SMS, like using a keyword. Um, I've had a lot of success stories with various different customers being able to very quickly and easily register for events. Um, you know, at the time it was in-person events, so you're in line like waiting. 
but now it's just if you're on the go. So even if it is a virtual event, you know, use this SMS keyword, we'll send you the form, fill it out real quick, you're registered and um, you can attend the webinar. So um, those are just a couple different ways that I really feel like this has revolutionized um, sourcing and recruiting for, for people. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, right? To, to have that ability to, to get people um, to your events, to get candidates engaged immediately and, and have a record. Um, now, you mentioned Mercy Health, right, um, in the case study. So definitely check that out. Uh, for those of you just joining us, this is the Talent Experience Live. Uh, I'm Devin. This is Natalie. Uh, and we're talking all things SMS. Um, Natalie, my next question for you is Mercy Health is obviously in the you know, healthcare uh, industry. Have you spoken to any other industries that are really seeing high success rates with SMS? Healthcare is huge right now. Um, not just Mercy Health, but other healthcare companies are really using it. Anybody who um, does a lot of heavy, like university recruiting, um, and that's, I mean, it's across a lot of different industries, but like a um, industrial company, like people who are coming straight out of college um, and they host a lot of events, they're going to use SMS really heavily. Um, We also have a banking customer who uses SMS all the time, which I, you would think would be a little backwards because banking industries, a lot of times uh, they're buttoned up. They don't really want to change their ways, but this company really loves the fact that they can text. They have a lot of entry level positions they're hiring for uh, like, you know, bank tellers and things like that. And SMS just makes it so much easier for them to communicate with candidates. So that was like a surprising one for me and looking at the industries kind of, you know, who's using it and who isn't. Yeah. And the other one that, that I always think of is um, the logistics and transportation industry, Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're constantly on the go. The likelihood of them having a laptop, being able to log in, check their email. Yes, we get our email on our phone. Everyone knows that. Um, but sending that text where in real time, you want to get that red bubble off of your phone as fast as possible um, it, it gives me anxiety just thinking about it. Um, but that's a huge industry to, to reach out to. Now, if you want a personalized demo of SMS, CRM, virtual events, anything Phenom, uh, please visit phenompeople.com uh, or just phenom.com. I forgot. Uh, old habits die hard. Um, to, to request a demo, chat with Natalie, uh, myself, if you just want to talk. Um, but we are excited to, to do this. Thank you, Natalie. And, uh, Thanks, I hope everyone has a great day.